What's up? My name is Andrew. My name is Abby. And, and we, we are A and A Outspoken. Hello, welcome back to A and A Outspoken. I'm Andrew. And I'm Abby. Today, we have a special guest. You want to introduce yourself? <laughs> yes, of course. Thank you very much for having me over here. My name is Robin Allen Hood. My name is Robin Hood. I mean, actually, that's my real name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, I'm pretty just kind of well, thank you very much for receiving me over here. Yes, of course. So, yeah, you heard it live right there. Uh, his name is Robin Hood. <laughs> yes, it is. That yeah, actually, sidekick. See, actually, Legally. My, my, mother, my mother Mexican and my father Irish. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they just have like. I mean, if the last name was Hood, I mean, just kind of just... <laughs> just give him Robin. Robin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'm sure you get, like, joked with a lot with your name. Oh, yeah, growing <laughs> up, I mean, it was... Like, where's Batman? <laughs> uh, first, it was the Batman because my name was Robin. And then whenever... Because not a lot of people already knows that my real name is Robin Hood. So a lot of people just know me by Robin. So they're just like, oh, yeah, Batman and Robin, okay? But whenever they know that my real name is Robin Hood, I mean, everything just changes, you know? Now it's just yes. kind of Robin Hood and, uh, yeah. A really uh, interesting uh, story is that whenever the first uh, Robin Hood movie, that's this is back in the 90s, I mean, just came out in the movies. I just got over there to the, where they sell the tickets and stuff, and I got my license. This is back in Mexico. And now you show it to the guy over there that was selling the tickets, and then I uh, said, like, "Well, my real name is Robin Hood." It's like, "Really? He's Robin Hood?" He's like, "Yeah, there it is." I say, "Just go on, man. Go for free." Watch the movie. Oh my <laughs> god! I saw your movie. It was yeah. really good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always just gonna be like a nice icebreaker, you know. Whenever you say, "What's your real name?" I mean, my name is Robin Hood. I mean, mm. it's just kind of like. And uh, it's kind of like a fun and stuff because not a lot of people just kind of truly believes it. Everybody just kind of looks at me and like, oh, what is this guy into? You know? <laughs> oh, my God, man. So, <laughs> really, it is. Yeah, that's so funny. So, uh, Robin, me and you used to work together. And um, it was always fun. When I first met you, you came off as Polish to me. Uh, and you said you get that a lot. That you seem Russian. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I'm six foot five and I'm white. I mean, I'm, I'm, me- well, I'm Mexican, but my name is Robin Hood, but I speak Spanish. I mean, <laughs> it's one of those mixes. I mean, that it's kind of like it just happens, you know, it's like um, tequila and, and, and whiskey, you know, it's just kind of like Father Irish. Vodka. <laughs> and I grew up between the two countries, between Mexico City and Texas. My grandparents they used to live in Texas, so I mean, we got like the best of both worlds yeah (laughs) so you're from mexico i grew up in mexico city and uh i moved here to the states uh around 15 15 years ago okay full time before i used to 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 come to the states just stay over here for a little while and then go back and since i was 17 18 i had restaurants in mexico until i was like 30 and um, and thank God, I mean, I always did really good, like selling food, and I had like Mexican restaurants and stuff. And and I decided just to kind of move over here to the states when I turned like thirty, when I got married. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, we've been here like since, you know. So yeah. yeah Robin's a hustler. He had his own restaurant that he ran in Mexico. Yeah, I got four of them. So tell yeah. us, those... you still have them? Mm-mm. Oh, you yeah. had you sold them when you my, moved? No, my associate actually, my associate is a really really good friend of mine that I grew up with. Uh, we were, I met him since we were like five years old mm. and he just kept them and uh, he's still running them actually they're still running 
Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I remember you telling me stories about your restaurant. You had a lot of ghost stories. Oh God. Yeah, occurred. there were some like, I one of them. I mean, one particular restaurant that we had was in the, this really really old town located in the center part of Mexico. Actually, it's one of the first uh, cities that they were actually since since the since since 1400s 1500s. Mm -hmm. It's a really really old town. <coughs> Excuse me, and we were in the in main in the main street over there, and uh, and it was just like a, basically like an old town, and there's just some kind of like <coughs> sorry, <laughs> it was just like a like a, but it's, it's just kind of like this kind of town that by being really old, it just got like different kind of like stories and legends and uh, things that happen over there and stuff, and actually a couple of things really weird stuff. I mean, just happened to me once a couple of times over there tell us about it See, which is i mean really kind of like some of the extraordinary still i don't have explanation to what happens or what's going on but it's something that there's that kind of vibe that has that town that is just kind of like these old stories and everything that you hear around i mean i want to tell you just one real quick i mean yeah. as i'm saying i mean this one is in the main street in this small town in mexico and uh, it's late at night, it's around like two, three o'clock in the morning. I mean, I just closed, everything's clean, I'm by myself. So, I mean, facing the front of the, of the, of the street, there's my office. So I'm doing like paperwork and I'm just doing like everything that I need to, to buy for the following day and stuff like that. This is in the front part, which is facing the street, but I don't have any windows in that particular room. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I started just walking to the back of the restaurant, which is around like, 50 70 feet around and i start just to start making the list of the things that we gotta buy and suddenly i mean i start walking there to the back of the restaurant and i start hearing like uh, like a lot of horses like like a like a lot of horses like like there was somebody moving oh like in, in horses at really fast speed you know i hear it i mean on the top of the of the of the roof i mean start hearing like some of this noise that it was just but there were a lot of them and I said, like, I look at my watch and I said, like, it's 2.30 in the morning. And by being this small town in the center part of Mexico, they get a lot of pilgrims that they come out throughout the year, that mm -hmm. they are just walking to Mexico City, to the to the main church, which is like the Guadalupe church. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, throughout the year, there's a lot of, like, pilgrims just coming from anywhere of the country. So they are moving, I mean, to, that, to, the, to Mexico City. That particular town is just kind of, it's like the the town that before they go, get to Mexico City. So, I mean, this is three o'clock in the morning. So, I mean, I've started just trying to think, I mean, like, what the hell are they doing at this time? I and mean, horses and stuff, they're making, I can, I, that's what my, my first thought is that they were some other pilgrims that they just came to visit the town and they were just going on, on, on their way through. And they were just really, they were loud. I mean, they were just kind of like, trrr, trrr. they were like horses, but they were just kind of moving a lot of them and fast. And I was like, oh my God, there are a lot of them. So that's my first thought. So I went to the front uh, it just took me around a minute just to kind of walk from the back and walk, walk to where I still can hear them and I can hear them I mean through the restaurant and stuff and uh, and as soon as I just kind of get into my office and stuff like that and I went to the front to open the door to see what was going on I mean as soon as I opened that door put the <laughs> this the the street was just practically just kind of like empty but there was nobody there and the sound I mean as soon as just, it just stopped so, I mean, it was just kind of like, okay, I think that and I just kind of picked up my stuff and I said, it's time to go home, you know I mean? It's just <laughs> because, I mean, it's, 
I don't know if it's just kind of like certain that particular time, but it was just, I didn't really got scared, but I got just kind of weirded out, you know, mm -hmm. what's going on here or what And it was 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. It was 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock in the morning is whenever stuff like that happens. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And it's, it's, as I say, it's a town that I mean, and this is another story that I just kind of, I found it was really cool and stuff. and. And it's, this is like old buildings, like really old, old. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about like, says from this, as I say, from the 1500s all the way to our days. There's some buildings that they just been there just throughout the the centuries, and they've been just kind of, but they've been there. It was a small town. So uh, the my neighbor, I used to have my restaurant. So like two 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 places down the road. I mean, like maybe around like 70 feet, 80, 80 feet. Uh, one day, I mean, the lady, she called me, she said, like, Robin, come on, I want to tell you something and stuff. I said, really? What happened? What they used to do before, I mean, in, in the times of the revolution, this is time in, 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 in Mexico when it was the revolution, all the, the, the wealthy people, they used to bury their, their, their coins and their valuables and jewelry and stuff. They used to hide it inside the walls. Mm -hmm. So they just, whenever they just come, the revolutionaries, they just came over there, they just didn't find them and they didn't took them. So. So this lady, I mean, I would, this is where she used to live. Mm. And uh, so, I mean, inside in one of her walls, she found like some like uh, silver coins and some kind of like things. I mean, that just came, but they just dated back from back in the day. And she's like, yeah, I mean, and, and there's a lot of people that they just go over there with metal detectors, just looking for those kind of treasures. And they are there because it's really kind of like, as I say, throughout the centuries, what's That's been going cool. on. Yeah, what is the travel center is what's been going on and there. Mm -hmm. There's some stories. It's a beautiful small town. It's, as I say, it's in the center part of Mexico. Uh, I don't know if I should say the name or not, but try to make a stop over there. It's just got like a, it's San Juan del Rio and uh, Tequisquiapan. It's just a small in the center part of the of the country. That's nice. And uh, but yeah, I mean, as I say, just got like those things. I mean, that they've been there for ages. The I used to live like in a cul-de-sac really close to to that particular restaurant and i used to talk to the guys that they used to pick up the trash and uh because then it's, it happens that i mean that uh, the guy that picked up the trash he didn't really wanted to pick it up i mean by some reason and i went over there and said hey man what's going on why are you picking the trash all the way that to the far end of the street he said like no over there in that avocado tree because on the side of my house there used to be like this huge avocado tree it was just it's, 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 it's an aguacate an, mm -hmm. an aguacate, but it was huge big and um he said over there in that in that particular tree the other day i saw like a guy hang, uh, like a hung guy like a guy that was hanging at, from himself. the tree uh -huh. so he didn't want to get close to that that area <laughs> yeah and what happens and then i learned this about throughout time in across the street where i used to live i mean because i was like a little neighborhood like a little um, like a, some kind of like neighborhood like divided with houses and stuff but if you go across the street there was like a, like a church but that church used to be a, a jail at a certain point i mean during revolutionary times so i mean they used to take the prisoners back there and they used to take them back there throughout my street to the river to yeah. hang them and throw them in the river oh, wow. so i mean it's just as strange as it is you know but i mean and then everything's and he's like no i'm not gonna get close to there man I mean, you want me to take your trash just bring it over here to the front man i'm not gonna go back there because i mean this is the guy that picks up the trash he's just really i'm telling you that he was really scared when he was telling me the <laughs> story so, so it's just kind of those live. things i mean that sometimes we don't understand but i mean <clears throat> in by some reason i mean they're there you know so bad you know? So you were you used to be in a gang, right? <laughs> what? You used to be in a gang. 
<laughs> Which one? <laughs> a biker? Yeah, biker gang. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I was about to say, like, gang? Like, <laughs> no, I was say that. Yeah. So when did you start riding motorcycles? Oof. I'm 40-something right now. So I started when I was, <laughs> like, 17. Oh, wow. 17 years old. And we have, a lot, like, a lot, like, a big group. I mean, we're, like, in Mexico, we're, like, three, four hundred of us. Riding yeah. bikes. Yeah, love motorcycles. I mean, it's a great sport. I mean, I've been doing it all my life, and um, and it's just it's 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 a wonderful sport. I mean, whoever bikers friends, I mean, uh, they're out there. I mean, always just ride safe and and it's it's a it's a sport. I mean, that just gives you that kind of different freedom. I mean, that just kind of from cars and stuff. I mean, I do it as a therapy. Yeah. I mean, I was married. That's good. Like for 15 years and. Uh, Thank God I always had a motorcycle, I mean, with me, so I can just go and just, like, disconnect a little bit from the world. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's just, I'm telling you the truth, and I mean, still, today, I mean, I still ride here in the United States. Yeah, I mean, no, that's yeah. good. And, um, I mean, honestly, I mean, whoever haven't rode a motorcycle, I mean, today, I mean, I always recommend, I mean, just start today, it's really going to change your life, it's really change perception of, of everything that's going on, I mean, with so much things that's stressful and stuff. You go for a motorcycle ride, disconnect for a little ride, and come back fresh. You know, we'll always be safe while you're riding too. Yeah, and always, especially here in Florida. Here in Florida is just a really, it's a, it's a great place to ride. I mean, there's like the. Highway. I wouldn't mind riding a motorcycle just no, for the slow ride. My dad had I'll a Harley, a so he was he used to drive it every once in a while. But he sold it to get his Mustang. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and as I say, I mean, a motorcycle, I consider it still a sport. I had any kind of motorcycle, I mean, it's still from motocross, I mean, to enduros, to cruisers, to uh, street bikes. So, but I mean, it's, uh, I mean, as, as I tell all my biker friends, the ones that they are also starting and stuff, I mean, just like, don't make anything stupid and don't drink and drive and don't do no, anything stupid and mm-hmm. take care, because I mean, you're your life is on the line when you're the only not texting and driving you know just can't do that but i mean there's it's always just got like it's always a little risk that you gotta take i mean depends on i mean on 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 how you consider yourself i mean as safe as possible i mean as i say i mean no drinking no drugs or no distractions and everything else and yeah Yeah, i have lost like really so maybe like around three four friends really really good friends in the same thing you know so so how did you what what made you make the transition from mexico to the u.s oof that's another long story too but i mean i don't know i got some time you can make it short (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i meet uh, i met my ex-wife i went i was living in cancun at that particular point in playa del carmen and that area of the Caribbean, like Cancun, Playa del Carmen. I just came back from Tulum a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always found that place uh, magical. So, I mean, yeah, we were just kind of like, I was hanging out there at the beach and stuff. And then but suddenly, you know, I mean, I just saw her and she saw me and, you know, the whole stuff. You know, <laughs> like, ah, everything stops. And, stuff. <laughs> and I met her over there. And then, then, um, then I mean, we started just uh, going out and stuff. Like this is still over there in the, in the Caribbean. And then... Um, uh, we decided just to kind of stay together and then uh, we moved to again to to the central part where I used to have my restaurants we uh-huh. moved back there for a little while and um, and then I mean it was a process I mean because uh, try to get a 
documentation here for the United States. I mean, I've been a citizen since I was 18 years old. I mean, because of my father, my father was in the Korean War. So <clears throat> we just kind of like got citizenships. I mean, me and my, my sister, my brother, I mean, that's another story with his citizen, but I mean, and uh, so, I mean, as I say, I mean, I just, we just went with, uh, with, with my girl at that time, soon to be my wife. We got married in Mexico still. And then, uh, and then I decided just to kind of leave my restaurants and studios and move over here to the United States. It's, it was a really long process. I mean, document wise, just to kind of mm. get documentation and start to get all, meet all the criteria that the government asked. I mean, just to, to get documents and papers for somebody here to bring her to the States. So, I mean, I brought her to the States two years after I met her. Yeah. Yeah, two years and my oldest daughter she was born in mexico my youngest one was born over here in port st lucy but it's a long process but i mean the same i mean for any people that are just trying just to cut like uh, documentation for the united states and everything else is just always recommendable and just kind of like it's i think that this country just opens the door to anybody that yeah. really want to come over here and just kind of like uh, uh participate in something for this country, you know, be a part of it, you know, the, the, the U.S., I mean, it's just, it's rich in, 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 um, in diversity, in diversity of everything, you know, in people and cultures and stuff, and that's why it makes it, like, so rich, you know. Was your kids many of the influence that made you come over here? Eh? Was it having kids one of the reasons why you wanted to come here? For them to have yeah, a I decided life? just to kind of, like, uh, just to bring them over here and just kind of raise them over here in the States. So, Robin... <laughs> <laughs> I know you're saying how much you love America and everything like that, but recently you've been telling me that you've been planning to move to Europe. Oh yeah, I've just been thinking about that and I got it in my mind. I mean, just kind of like, uh, eventually, I mean, my daughters are growing and time just goes by. As I say, yeah. one is 16, the other one's 12. And I would like to just kind of like take them for, uh, for I mean, just to, to know other cultures too. I mean, and take take a little trip to europe yeah. and just kind of see how it goes maybe that's spain portugal that south part of the mediterranean i want to live in spain for a year yeah <laughs> you were in spain for a year yeah she I want wants to. to she wants to okay. live there yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i would definitely open a, a mexican restaurant over there i believe uh. that mexican food it sells anywhere yeah. <laughs> yeah. it does <laughs> see, the mexican food is just kind of really kind of like that so i mean definitely i would open a restaurant but i mean yeah, just give it a little time, but I mean, definitely, that would be the plan for a couple mm. of years, definitely. So you mentioned you have an ex-wife. <laughs> so I just wanted to say, <laughs> so since that, you have custody of your two girls that you have. So how is that raising them on your own? Well, my, my, my ex-wife has been just, uh, it's been challenging by being <laughs> just like two daughters. They've been with me for the last uh, two years. Yeah. And it's just kind of like a... Sometimes, I mean, they're just like 16, 12 girls. Yeah, girl stuff, yeah. They're from another planet, man, sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes I just try to go on with the flow. You know, just kind of like, all right, yeah, I understand. But I mean, I understand nothing, but I just kind of like try to go with that flow. But I mean, uh, I think that that particular bond, I mean, that we have, I mean, my daughters and me is just really particular. I'm just kind of like, it's been growing stronger through, That's really throughout, good. The years, throughout the years and that communication and just kind of i believe that in any kind of like with any other person you know it's communication and telling you how you feel and just uh communicating and just feelings and uh, what you like to 
to to to to express is important, you know, mm -hmm. in any relationship. I think that it's not really mine, uh, father and daughters. I mean, it's just like me with my mom or whichever other relationship, you know. Yeah, so he told me a funny story of whenever he has to get his daughter tampons. Oh God! <laughs> so imagine, yeah. oh. imagine Robin six foot five, six foot five with <laughs> biker and stuff like that, <laughs> with, a, with a jacket, at a cashier, tampons on the thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that lady look at me, and they always because it, I don't know how I've done it. I haven't even done it just once. I have done it like several times. So they always kind of look at me like, okay, I don't know what this guy's gonna be doing with those things. But I mean, uh, well, you don't have to wear it anymore because the one is, you said it was sixteen. She can get her license. Yeah, yeah, she, she already has a permit. Okay. I feel a little concerned of letting her drive, though, but I mean... <laughs> 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 but yeah, I think that the driving here in the States is and 10 then times easier. The youngest one is getting close to that stage, so she can go to the store and get it for her sister. That's what exactly yeah. what I told her. Who's going to go with me to go to pick up your things to the store? <laughs> uh, we, can we just stay home, daddy? <laughs> 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 You're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it, honestly, I mean, it's been uh, since... Uh, at certain point, I mean, here in the States, we were like, me and my ex-wife, we were foster parents. And we just fo used to foster kids and stuff. And we had a daycare here across the street. I mean, we had a daycare for like three, four years. Mm -hmm. So it's just been always just kind of like that. Sometimes we tend to think that, I mean, that, oh, yeah, I'm going to teach uh, my daughters a lot of things and stuff. But I think that it's just kind of mutual. I mean, that you learn a lot from your raising your kids. And you learn they learn from you and you learn also from them mm -hmm. so it's yeah, just kind of mutual sure. thing and this but i mean as i'm telling you sometimes i feel that i just kind of like okay what it's just kind of like i know because they i believe that they they see things different than we do than my age and my my uh, my experience or whatever they see things different but i try just to kind of guide them but it's been interesting you know mm -hmm. fun and i feel like every day just i feel like kind of really proud and say like oh you know so they get started just to kind of get i mean a little bit of the because by being mexican too have a part mexican i mean i always try to teach them also some mexican things you know they yeah. know how to cook where they learn how to cook they learn some words they learn the language and stuff yeah so yes it's been interesting you know? it's, it's so interesting experience. handmade tortillas yeah <laughs> really they have like really good dishes i try to teach them that because i say girls i mean this food is gonna sell anywhere so better just learn to to cook uh, correctly so they they seem interesting and they like to interested in, in learning how to cook mexican food yeah it's exciting so you get you get stereotyped a lot you see that you get stereotyped for being mexican all the time yeah you're telling me that whenever you go out like people that you bump into that you know they always expect you to have weed on you or something like that <laughs> <laughs> everybody you know, just kind of where are you from i'm from mexico oh you got any weed for you so they that i'm just kind of carrying it i mean in my pocket so now <laughs> here have some you know it's like now, oh yeah, yeah yeah i got it here you go by being mexican and stuff i mean it's just kind of like because i mean nowadays that i mean i believe that especially this uh, this uh, age here in the united states is just i mean yeah the, the, the tolerance and the and the perception of weed is have changed a lot mm -hmm. uh, for us mexicans i mean for me in my case i mean it's always been something that is just really common i mean for us it's just nothing like really because before here in the states maybe like five six years ago this is really kind of like recent yeah I mean, smoking weed is just kind of criminal-wise, you know. Oh, oh, you smoke that stuff, well, you're a criminal. But I think that, I mean, that uh, this, what makes this country, I mean, great is that kind of like, uh, 
like they like to 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 address things that the community is asking for yeah and they, as soon as they just kind of like uh uh, they realize that it's nothing to do with the Oscar like uh, criminal wise it's totally different than I mean that the that the, the main idea taboo that what they have throughout the week but for us Mexicans I mean it's just I mean it's another herb we got like 12 different kind of 12,000 different kind of like herbs around our mm -hmm. country that they are over there including like I mean this just gotta be like uh, other kind of herbs, I mean, not necessarily have to eat weed, but I mean, weed, you can buy it in any market in Mexico. It's really common. We grew up with it. But I mean, here in the States, I mean, as I say, now that it's legalized and now that it's just a little, not legalized, but it's a little bit more, okay, we'll do it, but in a certain conditions and stuff. Uh, it changed a lot, I mean, the perception of, of, of what smoking uh, marijuana is. You know? oh, I've always yeah. been a supporter of, of, of it. And not by being Mexican, but I mean, I've always been a supporter because <laughs> you got to know, I mean, really what's what's about you know it's recommendable i mean i recommend it to basically any, anybody that has like going through some uh some pain or some kind of it, it helps with a lot of it's not gonna solve all your problems but no. at least it's gonna take some problems away oh, yeah, yeah. the stress anxiety pain yeah i believe that it's a friendly herb yeah. you know it's friendly you know everybody's gonna <laughs> you have never seen nobody trying to get into a fight or something after no, smoking, no 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 you know? no it's it kind of like just it's, 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 mellows uh, yeah, if, so, it, if it was one of those things, I mean, I would definitely stay with weed and just alcohol, just out of the question. You know? Mister, Mister Hood, um, <laughs> Mister Hood, <laughs> you your personality is very different from people usually around your age. And would you say that your kids kept you like with this generation, like to stay like goofy, to be yourself and not be so serious, and like, <laughs> like for your age, you're probably the most like person that's around our age like you act just like us and it's not often you get people like that like why why would you say your personality is that way <laughs> so i think that i just try to see the life in a positive way in this kind of yeah. world i mean however we're just kind of living nowadays which everything is just kind of like oh it's this and that and there's just kind of problems here and then nobody can get along with nobody I think that I mean just having a positive attitude throughout life is yeah. just it's important just to kind of always I I always look to the future I never just kind of get stuck in my past and say oh you know something I had this and I had that always just kind of look forward and I always think that the future is brighter the That's future good. is whatever you want to do with it oh yeah and 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 it's just kind of the past keep it in the past you know a lot of us we tend just to kind of be looking back to our past and see I have this but we never look into the future and to the front you know so I mean always yeah. look at the big picture and it's one day at a time and just kind of like I just kind of have the, this this attitude you know just kind of like having a positive attitude a friendly uh, a friendly hello to somebody you know so, so those little things that they really kind of make a difference mm -hmm. and I mean you know me for a while you know and I, you, he, I mean he knows that I'm really Really. Goofy? I know I've the real the Robin. Stories. I know the real <laughs> Nobody knows Robin but me. It's just so and, 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 and I really try to just kind of like just share a little bit of that I mean with people. You know, just kind of like let's look forward and, and the future is brighter, you know, yeah. and the future is better and tomorrow's better because I mean, I think that nowadays that's a lot of what we need, you know, all, yeah. of, all of us, you know, by being everything that's been going on. I mean, but, so what was your first impression of me when you first met me? Uh, first, I thought that you spoke Spanish at certain point because you, <laughs> you have certain descendants too. Yeah, right? okay. yeah, yeah. I said, okay, I was speaking. I was like, no, all right, no, okay, I don't speak Spanish. But I mean, it was, 
it was the perception i mean they just kind of like really young because you're still really young but yeah I mean, they're still i mean i mean it's, it's always good i mean just to kind of like uh always say like a little quiet but you got your own thing going on and i don't know if i'm right or wrong but i mean you have your own way of mind you always think uh, he's looking, always thinking to himself thinking yeah. something but in your own mind but then you start just to kind of like put everything i mean you're yeah table, i'll start to show myself yeah. too mm -hmm. yeah it always depends who it is like with you obviously i didn't start from the get-go but like after getting to know you i got comfortable with you so obviously i show you more of me yeah, bro, that's, not, that's how I feel. And that's always, it's, it's always good just to kind of like, think of, or always just kind of express it, you know, and just kind of yeah. say you know, something. And I remember that, I mean, at a certain point, we were talking about this this project that you had over here, like the one that we are, I'm here right now. I mean, yeah, it's, podcast, been a couple, yeah. it's been a couple of, of years that you were just kind of hiding on your mind, but you didn't really kind of like have the the first brick to put it on and then just yeah. start just kind of moving it on forward. Yeah. And I feel great for you guys, you know, it's something that just kind of like... That is just gonna bring like certain things. I mean, just uh, uh, land your project and just move forward. You know? mm -hmm. yeah, of course, it's, it's incredible, guys. And just like saying, <laughs> thank you very much for having me here. Of course, <laughs> I was telling Andrew all the time, when is gonna be my turn? When is gonna be my turn? And I'll tell him 2026. I put you the schedule. I put you the schedule. <laughs> I used to tell you all the time. You know? Yeah. Because yeah, that's something that I mean, I love this this kind of like uh, thing that you're doing, guys. Is 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 really good and just kind of like just started. I mean, it's that seed that you just planted maybe around a year back, and they just kind of started just to kind of grow. It is your point. Oh, it yeah. comes to fruition. It's yeah. been a few years since uh, Andrew wanted to do it. So. How long you been together, guys? Already six, six. almost. Yeah. So that's awesome, guys. Six yeah. years. I remember I used to joke with Robin. Every time somebody new came, I would like make a joke with them. So like I first met him, and he's like, oh, "So what are you doing? You have a girlfriend?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I have a girlfriend." He's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "Yeah, I'm thinking about marrying her." And he was like, "What?" He's like, "How long you been with her?" I'm like, "Only two months." He's like, "What?" <laughs> like, I always think we've been to look together longer, but I just wanted to see how his reaction. And I was so serious the whole time. And I'm like, "So Andrew, just think about it, man. You don't know what you're doing." Like, <laughs> I'm like, "No, I want to marry her." <laughs> and then I told him, "Obviously, I'm like, no, I'm not gonna marry her." And I've been with her actually for this long as you go. I was with my ex-wife for three months. <laughs> That's why he was uh, so we got married, <laughs> and I can tell you that I was married 15 years. Oh, wow! Wow! So I just felt that just kind of like chemistry, you know, when you feel that. Uh, I just, as I said, I mean, I was just like married for yeah, married for 15 years. I met her for three months, and everything going well. We got married. That's we got married mean. in a small town in Mexico. Like wow. I mean, this is legal wise. In a small town in Mexico, I mean, it's the the name of the town is San Miguel de Allende. It's a beautiful small oh, town yeah, in the center nice. part of Mexico, mm -hmm. man. So, I mean, we didn't have any witnesses for getting married and stuff. So, I mean, the, our witness was like the taxi driver. Then there was another witness that was like the guy that makes the tacos across the street. So, those, <laughs> are, those are the witnesses that we had. Oh, in my God. <laughs> because we just wanted it just to kind of get married, you know? So, That's yeah. Amazing. And for 15 years, as I say. That's crazy. My cousin uh, actually had a similar thing. He started dating this, this woman. And for six months and he proposed and they got married in six months i'm like i don't think i would do any big commitment at six I, months i feel like well, how old were they were huh? their age no oh, they're in their 25 26 area yeah i feel like and in a certain was, age i think that time a few frame years changes. ago do you think that robin well, six that, months. like no like say like i went three months it depends <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, how old were you at the time? With 30. But I feel like, depending on the age situation, I feel like it is mature to get married sooner. Because it's like, if you're like 30, like you said, you're not going to wait like four more years to decide if you're going to marry her, right? It's like, because you're yeah. already at that age where it's like, I should be settled down by now. Yeah. I mean, it's opinion, obviously, but some people feel like, you know, no. But let me tell you something, guys. I mean, it's something that I have found. I mean, the longer that you are with somebody and there's just kind of being a relationship, it's just kind of like, it's like an everyday thing, you know? and uh, every day just kind of keeps it growing it's just basically i would say like a plant you know you have a plant you mm -hmm. take care of it you kind of just kind of like put some water put something you know mm -hmm. it's a it's a relationship i mean i think that it just kind of goes that way i mean you just can have a relationship i mean in, in a month or two months you know it's just something that is just gonna take a while and as i say it's just like building something and then and, and really really feel really really good for you guys it's just been really stay you. strong in this relationship because nowadays i mean the relation more longer relationship is i think like two hours you know so <laughs> <laughs> and everybody has that fear of, of of commitment too yeah it's big it's huge it's a lot it's huge but i mean i'll tell you this i mean i've been i've been doing i, I did a lot of really cool things in throughout my life but i think that my daughters i mean it's just kind of like That's the great. most extraordinary experience it's your world That's yeah. great. and i mean they they can tell me oh we're gonna go here we're gonna do this we're gonna do that but if it's something to do with my daughters and just kind of like being with them or just going somewhere else i mean i wouldn't even hesitate i mean it's just That's great it's, yeah it's just so but i mean as i say i mean i'm a little older i'm not saying that i'm gonna say like what i mean it's, <laughs> as i say, it's just kind of like that guys and, and honestly yeah. i mean just by being six years especially this kind of like a uh, world that we live now right it's just kind of yeah like, it's a crazy world that we live in it's some some a lot of other stuff that i mean that's going on with with uh either uh, with facebook with uh with social medias that i mean that they just kind yeah. of have access to basically anything and stuff I'm not really kind of fan of those things, so I'm more like, I think as I'm gonna say, like old, <laughs> certain things. I'm yeah. do so, but uh, but as I say, guys, it's just gonna stay strong, you know. And you set, you're an example, you know, guys, because yeah, <laughs> six years, just yeah. So were you always, were you are you a big celebrator of Halloween? Of who? Halloween. Halloween. Do you like Halloween? So, yeah. I mean, I mean, if I you mean, haven't, have you dressed up as Robin Hood yet? Yeah, I already did. <laughs> you did? I, I, I already did that one a couple of times. I did, uh, which other one? I did Robin Hood and um, I did Darth Vader like maybe for like three, four years. And I used to love Halloween because I said, oh my God, my Darth I, I bought my, this is back in the day. I bought my, uh, like a Darth Vader mask. Yeah. This is Party City in Texas. Man. This oh, is not wow, Party okay. City here across the street. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like nothing. So I bought the original, not an original, but a really good, like, Darth Vader uh, uh, mask. And I was wearing it for, like, three Halloweens. I was like, man, it's going to be Halloween again. I'm going to wear it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah so in Mexico, we have a different kind of situation, I mean, that goes with Halloween. We have Halloween, and then we have the Day of the Dead. Mm -hmm. the dead yeah, different... I know Mexico is really big with Halloween, right? So it's not really Halloween. We have a, it's, it's like a say, celebration. It's the Day of the Dead. I mean, the day... That's, I mean, this this comes los really muertos. from, from pre-Hispanic. Huh? Is it Los Muertos? The other Los Muertos. Yeah, right? The other Muertos. The other Muertos is different. I mean, what we do is just kind of like, uh, we put like, uh, for example, I mean, we got people that they just left already, mm -hmm. and we put like little tables. With, with their photos. So, with their photos and mm -hmm. things that they used to like, uh, mm -hmm. things that they used to, uh, to eat or to drink. 
and we put like a little table with with the things that they like and then that particular day they come uh, they come back and they just kind of enjoy those things that they like yeah. you know life it's a it's, it's it's a little different but it's, this comes from the pre-hispanic ones from 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 Aztecs watch coco it explains everything coco the movie we have the also the little like <laughs> the, the sugar the, the the sugar skulls mm-hmm. and those kind of stuff that they got the name of it we mexicans we tend to just kind of like be more uh, a different approach of death it's just kind of we see it no more as a joke but more as a, as a passage and no that, i think it's i think uh that day is actually pretty nice the little orange flowers what it what are they called mm. yeah the are the orange flowers that yeah when you put it that's the passage for them to find the photos and the favorite things and it's cool have so, your, mm-hmm. your family spirits come visit you just for a day when yeah. you came when you came to the states how come you didn't decide to open a restaurant here i have tried a couple of times but yeah. i mean it's just like to find ingredients and stuff and just to find the right place and the right well i'm still i, I have it's one of those things that i still have in my mind that i mean i would really like to do but i mean i definitely i'm gonna give it a try but um if if i go to europe definitely that would that would, that's the idea that's the goal, yeah. to go back to restaurants and honestly man you know i mean I, I love to cook you know i love cook basically every time my daughters i mean i cook them like different different menus for the different girls <laughs> yeah, I love when i cook them and i cook them basically every day yeah. i cook them whatever one of them likes and whatever the other one likes i mean just kind of like they just really my my mother is like why are you pampering those girls so much? I mean, they just gotta help you. I said, like, well, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take care of them while I can, you know, so that they're gonna yeah. grow up and that's it, you know? So she's like, oh, she's just gotta take care of those girls. <laughs> but yeah, and my mom is really particular too. My mom is really particular with the cooking and and uh, as I say, she's Mexican and, and, and I don't know, a certain way, I mean, we Latin people, we have different, I don't know, some kind of like a, vibe or, or feel for our families that is yeah. just really unique you know it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, <laughs> we just kind of tend to stay close and they just kind of like um it's just this is it's uh yeah, as i say it's just a different kind of culture you know, that we have you know? i don't know about spain i mean the other, other parts in europe but i mean all, all that is just kind of mexico and central and south america we're all in the same way have the same Oh, values. I love it when my abuela cooks. She cooks like arepas, empanadas, and then paisas, all this time. Oh my god. Homemade too? Yeah, of course. And I believe that they cook at your house. I mean, sometimes like kind of like Colombian food and. Yeah. And they and, But they do the, the masa from hand. Like they do everything from hand. Yes, sí, this Colombian son las arepas, me parece. Arepas, que son like the arepas, little, yeah. uh, las arepas colombianas. The, the flower ones. Sí. They're, yeah. like, they're, they're like little, uh, um, uh, how do you say it? Like, 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 uh, like a torti- tortilla, but thicker. Yeah, and a they thicker. just fill it up with yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I do uh, eggs, cheese, and sometimes I put ketchup. ¿Cocinas arepas? You no. Cook them? Yeah. No. Um, I've watched my uh, make the masa and I help her here and there, but I don't cook them. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. I apologize to our non-Spanish speakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about really good food, though. That's for sure. They're not yeah. talking about anything else, really. Yeah. <laughs> so far, I, I only know how to make the rice and beans that my mom makes, sí. and the the lentils. Uh huh. Yeah. Pretty much. That's all it. But. I'm, I'm gonna learn how to do the arepas and the empanadas and all the all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, any, recipes, of course. Yeah. Has there anything been like a dream job for you, Robin? Has there anything been 
growing up that you always wanted to be that you never got what to be what I would wanted to be when like, I was young that you always want to be an astronaut like what was <laughs> I would love to be like an archaeologist man archaeologist definitely I would have loved to do that and when I spoke sometime I mean with my mom I want to be an archaeologist oh that's not gonna leave you any money and stuff like that <laughs> so not really but I think I like like uh, Asian what about cultures, it that you like it yeah. Asian cultures that's why when I went to the Caribbean I mean over there to to that area of the Mayan where the Mayans are and stuff I just kind of really enjoy so much I mean that that vibe I believe that the the aliens are gonna show up over here they're gonna <laughs> land over there so it's just kind of like so that you kind believe, of vibe you believe in aliens Robin? Uh, yeah I think so I think that they're around us yeah they should they're, they're, we need them just come over here we need us. them <laughs> <laughs> we need them just to save us from ourselves you know yeah, yeah but I think that I mean that's that's the vibe that you feel over there in that particular area of the Caribbean I feel like if there's another world that people can survive on because they said there's a very similar planet that people can survive on over th- on that planet mm. uh, aliens might be over there <laughs> yeah there's some like some 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 videos just like... yeah what would you say your purpose in life is robin so I guess it's just a uh, purpose in life. I mean, it's just kind of like share the share the, the good news, you know, that I mean, just kind of like enjoy happiness and uh, and and, uh, and, be, and be happy, you know, try to explain to people. I mean, that just Let's enjoy some, your life. See some situations in life. And as I say, I mean, I got my own hobby, you know, I mean, I yeah. love motorcycles and I love to stay busy and I like to study. And I always like to share with people, I mean, that... Uh, that is just as i say sometimes we go to downs and ups and stuff but i mean most of the time you're just gonna see a positive side of life and that's i mean what what my purpose would be in life and i mean eventually if you just have some restaurants man i'll move you over there to spain guys <laughs> yeah. oh yeah if you ever do, yes. do that we definitely gotta stop by yeah I would that'd be love amazing just gonna go to that south part of the mediterranean man i would love it man so i can take my daughters i mean on the weekend i mean take them to london or take them to france to paris i have some a lot of family in paris i have some friends in spain i have uh, my best friend he lives in um in uh, copenhagen in in sweden so i got a lot of people that they just got already got installed over there that's great so yeah let's just kind of give it that try so, of course so you're waiting to move to europe after your kids graduate yeah yeah when my when, when my oldest one graduates from high school and yeah, that's when i'm gonna just kind of like i'm, I'm gonna decide I'm just to pack my stuff for it well, that's that's great Robin, i appreciate you coming on with of us of course guys it's it really, was really it's fun pleasure, you know it's been it's fun awesome. and stuff like that. we always have like a lot of more to talk about oh no for sure you can also <laughs> come back on down the road when we do the video aspect of this yeah, let's do it. yeah, yeah and congratulations guys and oh, thank you just stay strong thank and you, you know it's just a, it's an awesome project <laughs> and an awesome concept and i just kind of enjoyed it a lot you know oh that's great all right it's been batman <laughs> Robin. <laughs> Robin Hood. Yeah, Robin Hood. Okay, right here. <laughs> thank you for so much for showing up. You got to bring Batman next time, bro. Yeah. guys, so thank you very much. For <laughs> thank you very much for having me here. You know, yeah. Of course, bye bye. Just bye-bye. stay strong, you know. And so it's like be happy, you know, and share the joy. <laughs>